0: Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday. More importantly, it's franchise tag deadline day. 4 p.m. Eastern this afternoon is the drop-dead moment when the Packers must slap the franchise tag on Devontae Adams or continue to talk long-term contract extension and fear his hitting the open market. And to answer... Uh, a question I've already seen here on uh, on the chat. Someone asked why won't they get a comp pick if he plays out his contract? Well, they would if he hits free agency and signs with another team for presumably a monster deal. They would most likely get a third-round compensatory pick. But that is way below what you want to get in return for Devontae Adams. And also, there's no freaking way the Packers will allow that to happen. So, uh, they will most likely put the franchise tag on him Uh, late this afternoon. Now, is there an outside possibility that they don't put the tag on him and they continue negotiating with the belief that they will get something done? There's an outside, a very limited chance that that happens, yes. But I think it's almost a formality at this point that they will apply the franchise tag later this afternoon and then continue to try and get a deal done, a long-term deal done uh, in these coming weeks, most likely uh, before March 16th, which is when the Packers have to be under the salary cap, um, while Devante's cap number, which is just north of $20 million will be immediately applied to the Packers cap. It doesn't really matter until the 16th when they have to be cap compliant. So uh, a lot of balls in the air. And I think I saw some confusion yesterday on Twitter, um, about that $20 million, 20, it's 20 something million dollar, uh, cap hit because the NFL put out the, um, tag numbers and the amounts for each position. And at wide receiver, it's 18 million something and change. Um, But you have to remember in the CBA, it is an either or proposition. It is either that number or the average of the top five salaries at that position across the the league. And that's where Devante falls, uh, which is like um, 120% of it or something like that. So um, Devante will be, once he gets that tag, will be I uh, had, a, had a $20 million cap hit just north of 20 million. I can't remember the exact number, but um, so, yeah, that that's coming this afternoon. And then along with that, who knows? Maybe we hear from Aaron Rodgers. I doubt it, but maybe you never know. We'll see. That's always looming like a specter, uh, like a like Batman in the shadows <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers' decision. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, What else we got? We got Marshall with a super chat. Thanks, buddy. Do you think we get a Rodgers decision before or after the 4 p.m. Eastern tag deadline for Devontae? I think there's a possibility we get it before, but um, I think that's an outside possibility. But it wouldn't surprise me if, say, we got something later this afternoon. Uh, Today is a real kind of circle the calendar type day. If we don't get it today, then you got to suspect we'll probably be waiting for probably another week. (sighs) <sighs> we're all at his whim, aren't we? Uh, what else we got? What else we got? We got Landon. Thanks to the super chat. Next, it's kind of a deep question. Ooh, kind of a deep question. As a member of the media, how do you handle criticism? Athletes in all sports get criticism, but I'm curious how a media member takes and handles criticism. That's an interesting question. Um, I mean, you get it all the time, right? Uh, some of it cuts deeper than others. Uh, some of it is a cause for reflection and a, wow, is that really, the kind of thing I'm putting out there that makes someone come at me like that. Uh, some of it is like, you can recognize they're just a troll or an idiot and you don't really have to bother with it. Um, but if it's in good faith, I definitely take it on board. And it is interesting how just human nature feeds into this. And I've, I've talked to the guys in, in the locker room about this. I mean, cause they get it 10 times worse than I do. Uh, but this idea that you can get, and I do get, a ton of positive reinforcement like whether it's you guys in the chat emails uh messages in our patreon page tweets what have you uh messages on instagram i get all sorts of compliments and people saying really love what you do thank you so much for what you do all of that is is taken on board it really means a lot it really does but all it takes is that one person on a random afternoon. Um, you know, getting personal, saying something horrible about my family or something like that. And that shit sticks with you amidst the entirety of the, of the positive stuff that you get. That one negative comment, it really kind of just burrows in and and sticks with you. And it's weird how that works. Um, But if it's like genuine criticism of like a take, right? Um, The Roger stuff is a perfect example because a lot of people get emotional about that and they get, really kind of over the top critical. Um, I understand that that's fair game, right? Like me saying that it's time for the Packers to trade Aaron Rodgers. People get very upset about it. And if they come correct, if they come with like, well, this is why I think you're wrong and blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll, I'll entertain that. Right. But if it's someone saying like, you're a fucking idiot and your, your takes are trash or whatever, like that's infantile. And I have no time for it. And it, does nothing to me right so and then there's always like what where are you in that day like some days you could be flying high and you can get a little criticism you'd be like i don't care like whatever you know and then there's days where you're really low and someone hits you and it's like oh man now it's even worse so yeah there's a lot that goes into it Lot that goes into it, and I think that's and this is obviously just my experience. I know everyone that you would talk to in the media would probably answer this question differently. That's how I come at it. Ed, thanks for the super chat. I got nothing. Hey, buddy, let me tell you, this is probably the most honest, like crystallized, quintessential comment ever posted on the internet. So, Ed, kudos, man. I'm right there with you, Ron. Thank you for the super chat. I hope Aaron Rodgers is traded. Devontae Adams is tagged and traded, and we can focus on drama-free football. Dogs make life happy. <laughs> now, wait, whoa, whoa, wait. Whoa, hold on, hold up, hold up. I got to push back here a little bit. What, why Why is Devontae part of the drama? I'm confused. He wants to be paid. Like, that's point-blank simple. That's no drama. With Aaron Rodgers, I understand there's a lot going on there, right? But with Devontae, it's pretty simple. May wants to get paid. It's pretty drama-free. In fact, that's pretty direct. So, but I hear you about the dogs. Rock and roll, man. Uh, T Raz, I'm in Denver and the media has been talking about Rogers nonstop for the last two years. I hope it stops soon. <laughs> hey, man. I, you know, it probably didn't help when they hired Hackett. I'm sure that put it into overdrive. Um, I had to really hunt to find you, Nags, Indiana here. What's up, Kerry? Hope you're doing well. TKM, thanks for the super chat. Oh, where where'd it go? There it is. Uh, Nags, going completely 180 degrees. Aaron Rodgers goes to another team. You remain dog-free, and we get to free up money and move on to uh, QB Jordan Love, Pappies. That is a possibility. You can't act like it's not. It's not one that Olive wants to entertain, but uh, TKM, That is not impossible, no doubt. Hmm. Oh, that was it. Thank you, Michael, for the clarification. Yes. Uh, it's not, The top five is not in play. It's the 120%. I got that right. The player's 2021 salary. That's what it was. Thanks for the clarification, Michael. And that is indeed what Adams will be getting if and when they apply the tag. John, thanks for the Super Chat. Thoughts on Ridley? Is his suspension fair compared to what Ray Rice, Zeke, etc. did? Feels heavy, but integrity of the games are at stake. Go, peck go. Man, that's a... It's an easy and an involved question, right? Like anyone with a brain knows that um comparatively to the acts of a Ray Rice, what Zeke did, um, Hunt, etc. No, by any stretch of the imagination are those comparable and or fair when you look at the two, right? This, you know, Ridley had what parlays on a like an app, you know. However, um League is clearly setting an example here, and I don't think it would have been as severe if he hadn't been betting on his own team. And I know he bet him to win, but just any kind of a, approach of the the gambling aspect with not only the NFL and the league that you play in, but the team that you are on. And I know he's been away from the game, but there's no way the NFL could let that slide. Um They were absolutely, they were always going to make an example out of anyone who did this. And it's not a surprise it happened, right? And I know I've seen all the, jokes and whatever like you know they've been leaning so heavily into the betting side of things now that it's legalized and they put a team in Vegas etc so yeah it was probably only a matter of time until something like this happened I actually am kind of surprised it took as long as it did but you know Paul Horning came back from it you know the the idea of he's banished now for a year essentially and has to work his way back into the NFL's good graces and Hornig did it under in a very different environment obviously but the kid made a mistake There's no doubt about it. You know, the NFL had to drop the hammer, so to speak. Now you, you draw back and you look at the rest of those punishments and what's been merited out as far as um, suspensions for what I would consider far greater crimes. No, it doesn't add up and it's not fair, but the NFL lives in its own bubble. You know, I always say this. I always say this to people who are comparing like their job to the NFL and my work. We could never. Well, yeah, but you don't have a collectively, collectively bargained 24 billion dollar industry you know they live in a separate universe and as long as we all watch which we all do you know they're going to continue to operate the way they see fit and it's the worst i mean it's the whole reason they were able to get through a pandemic well the the government and the the, the populace was scrambling for testing and trying to figure out how the fuck we were going to afford it the nfl just bought like 70 million dollars worth of testing and got through the got through the season. And then what was the old? You know, everyone would say, "Well, you know, teachers need to get the test too," and blah blah blah. And there's no one helping Mr. Smith's, you know, geometry class. And well, Fox and NBC and you know Amazon streaming aren't showing Mr. Smith teaching geometry to a nationwide audience with sponsorships, et cetera. You know, while the NFL is every single Sunday, and we all tune in. So as much as it is fucking ridiculous when you compare those suspensions. Um, we're complicit, and we will obviously, you know point it out, and we will let the NFL know that it's unfair and we think it's ludicrous and absurd and whatever. but they all know all those owners, everyone at three forty five park know we'll keep watching. We'll keep consuming combine content. We'll keep watching the draft, you know? So it's unfortunate. no question about it. What else we got? We got Accidental Hero. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat, Nags. I appreciate what you do. I root for my team because it's fun. You make it funner. Is are we are we using funner here, Accidental? I miss our dog, but didn't get another one. New York Dog Walker Fun. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Really appreciate it. Robin, hope Ridley comes back. Talented kid. I think he will. I think you know, like I said, he made a mistake. He'll 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 do what needs to be done to get back on the football field. I would suspect. Jeff, thank you for the super chat. Worry doesn't take always tomorrow's problems. It only takes away today's peace. Buddha. What will we'll be, will be in regards to 12 and 17. Jeff has reached the acceptance stage. <laughs> I feel you, Jeff. Kathleen, thank you for the super sticker. Very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you. Greg, thank you for the super chat. I think the new dog's AKC registered name should be Sir Aaron Rodgers Cap Hit. <laughs> I'm hoping Olive opts for a great day and love your work nags. Keep it up. Thank you, Craig. very much appreciated. Let's get something clear. Let me get since I the whole reason I got in trouble in this whole in the first place here is because I opened my big mouth on camera. let me let me put this on camera so it's recorded for posterity. She did not get to pick the dog, nor does she get to pick the name. I will be doing both of those things since I'm the one who's gonna live with it, walk it, take care of it, and what have you. So just so we're clear. Just so that's out there. Oh, man. If Rodgers goes to Denver, we need Drew Locke as part of the deal. Good competition in the QB room, and everyone can talk about the Packers being a love Lock team. Oh, Jeff, well played. Well played. Well, you know, Brian loved Locke coming out of college. They were going to draft him in the second round until the uh, Broncos jumped in front of him. True story. Big dog, big (laughs) shovel. William Rogers to the 49ers for Bosa and Ayuk. William's been, uh, William started early today. As uh, Ted Thompson said, this isn't fantasy football. Uh, Get a lazy dog, bro. Anything else blows. <laughs> I love it. You guys are hilarious. Um, what else we got here? I'm available for dog walking. New York Cheesehead. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Oh, this is probably a stupid question. Can a player decline to be drafted by a team? AZ Not a stupid question at all. Um kind not really, um kind of. You can withhold your services, no question about it. Um it's very rare that a t- that a player would want to do that. Uh, we've seen one or two examples of that through throughout the history of the NFL, notably talented quarterbacks who could kind of drive um Their destination a little bit. Uh, It happened with Eli Manning. It happened with John Elway. But for the most part, if you refuse, like say you're drafted and you refuse, you better go do something else. Like some guy, some guys have like, you know, can play baseball or whatever and they go do that or, um, you know, they have some kind of fallback option. But if you want to play football and you get drafted, you got to go to that team essentially. Um, it it takes a a great deal of, um, uh, I guess, star power, for lack of a better term, to even begin to have that conversation. And that's why Eli was able to kind of drive the bargain he did, and John Elway was able to make sure the Colts didn't draft him, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's a very rare thing, though. Um, you know, but there again, there are other options. You could go play in Canada. You could play Arena League. But if you want to play in the NFL, you got to go where you're drafted, essentially. Uh, I long for the day where this team has a quarterback who doesn't put himself above the team. That's an interesting, that's an interesting question or point there, William. You got to remember, though, I mean, these guys come in, if you're talking, you know, you're saying this team in Green Bay, a quarterback who doesn't put himself above the team. Well, you know, the the, the Packers are not blameless in this regard. When you cultivate a team and a franchise and a roster, et cetera, throughout a decade plus that is completely built around your quarterback and you continually, you know, defer to the quarterback in that regard. Yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise that they might pick up an attitude of, you know, putting themselves and making themselves the most important person all, at all times. I don't think that's a surprise. You know, I you know I get it, man. I get what you're saying, but you know Green Bay has some culpability here. I mean, that's why last summer was such a surprise in the sense of or actually not the last summer, but the last year or so has been such a surprise in the sense of Brian and the personnel group maybe not completely acquiescing to Rogers' wishes, but somewhat pretty noticeably changing uh, their mo. Whether it's trading for Randall Cobb, a move that Brian specifically was asked, would you have done this if Aaron hadn't demanded it? He said no. Um, or this kicking all this money out, pushing all the money out and operating in such a cap restrictive environment. These are things that, you know, traditionally over the last couple of decades, the backers haven't done a lot of, but they are doing so now to try and keep things together for Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's, that's the choice the Packers are making. So of course that feeds into a quarterback being like, well, you're damn right. I'm the most important motherfucker in here and don't get it twisted. I mean, we all know the importance of the position. And if you have a great quarterback, it changes the entire equation. Aaron Rodgers has kept people employed for years, you know? So yeah, I can't say it's a big surprise. i got people texting me. What are you texting me? Hold on folks. Never know. On a day like this when news could break at any moment, I want to make sure we got Okay. Very good. Okay, we're good. Awesome. How many players and coaches play fantasy? It usually it's usually, if not always, for money. So you guys gotta you guys gotta type some English here, man. How many players and coaches play fantasy? Um yeah, I think probably a fair amount. I mean, it's not like you indicate, it's not usually for money, but some guy I mean you talk to the guys in the locker room they talk about their fantasy teams I've heard that before um NFL films has guys on uh on camera post game like I got you on fantasy or whatever you know so you know but they're definitely playing no question about it Oh, got all that got that what is whoa whoa Soder what's up man thanks for the super chat more contract talk any word on extending Matt LaFleur not yet that's a good good question though um have to think that uh, that conversation is upcoming. There's little doubt that Aaron Rodgers is the focus and then starting construction of the roster. And then I think you'll start to hear rumblings, most likely. Got that, got that, got that. Oh, Big Cheese, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. More likely to happen, Adam signing an extension or drafting a wide receiver in the first round. Happy Tagline Tuesday. Oh, Big Cheese, this isn't even close it's more likely to happen is an extension for Adams. No doubt. No question. What else we got here? (laughs) Gary, English plus punctuation equals understandable. Indeed. And I appreciate it. Um, All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a huge favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.